Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So how do you make the most out of the last few days of the turkey hunting season? Today we've got five late season tips to help you bag a gobbler. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to talk about late season turkey hunting. Now, hunting at the end of the season is a little different than hunting at the beginning. In fact, sometimes it's a lot different than hunting at the beginning. But you can be effective, you can be successful at the end of the season. Whatever the end of the season is for you in different states, it's different times, but in terms of the way turkeys operate and behave, the, 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 the same similar traits and same issues happen pretty much nationwide, at least on uh, the eastern half of the country. So what happens at the end of the turkey season? Well, what's going on at this point basically is you've got most of the hens are bred um, and there's just a lot less action going on in the woods in fact depending on where you're hunting a lot of the breeding will happen even before the turkey season starts in certain states uh, i feel like in pennsylvania sometimes literally the breeding you're like at the last week of the breeding season when the turkey season actually begins some years it's not like that it, it, the weather seems to have a lot to do with it i from my experience now the game commission and the scientists might tell you otherwise but when it gets warm early then you get gobbling and you get action between hens and gobblers earlier than you do if it gets cold or if it's cold in the early spring so weather definitely has something to do with it if, depending on your year and and the way the weather is and you know what punxsutawney phil had to say that year uh your late season could be a lot better your or it could be a lot worse depending on what's going on but on average the way that it works is early season you've got more breeding you've got 
gobblers that have more energy, they're more on top of it, they're ready to go, they're rare in the go. You've got lots of hens that are looking to be bred, and as the season wears on, hens are, are getting bred, and, and they're now starting to sit on eggs, and you've got gobblers that have been going non-stop, they've been fighting sometimes, um, little by little, they just get a little bit less enthusiastic and a little less gung-ho. So once you get to the end of the season, gobblers are being quieter, they're being more wary, they're taking fewer chances, they are letting fewer people know they're around, uh, and it just becomes more difficult to hunt them. What makes turkeys fun, and, and when I say easy, I mean possible to hunt, is the fact that they're gobbling. You can hear them from a distance, you're able to, to position yourself advantageously, and do all the things you need to do to hunt turkeys. But if they're not gobbling, or the gobbles are very rare, things change. The game changes. However, you can still be successful up until the last day of the season. Now they say, well, you know, most turkeys are taken at the beginning of the season. That's because most hunters are in the woods at the beginning of the season. It's the same thing with deer hunting. Opening day, you have the most hunters in the woods. That's when the most deer get taken. You know, if you've got a million people in the woods, you're going to take a lot more animals than you will if there's a hundred people in the woods. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be less successful later in the season. That's a misnomer. It can be more difficult, but it does. It, it's not something that becomes um, that... It's not that your chances become that much worse if you use the right kind of tactics. And that's what we're here to talk about today. So number one tactic is you have to change what you're looking for to determine where you're going to set up and what you're going to do. Early season, you are looking or rather listening for gobbling. Most people, most of the time, are listening for gobbling. And once you get to the late season, if, the gob if they keep gobbling, great. That's the best way. You know they're there, you can hear them, do your thing. Listen to all the previous episodes to figure out what that is. But... If they're not gobbling, what do you do? You got to start looking for sign. You need to set up on sign. You need to look for footprints. You need to look for droppings. You need to look for strut zones. You need to look for the, the telltale cues that turkeys are in this place uh, with some regularity. Now, you won't necessarily be able to tell are they there in the morning or the afternoon or what, but if you know they're in that area, you know you've got a chance. You know there's a chance that you're going to be heard when you call. You know there's a chance of them walking by. So you need to set up in areas where you can find fresh sign. The old adage is hunt in the morning, scout in the afternoon. Now in some places you can hunt all day. Well, I wouldn't scout without a shotgun. I'll just tell you that right now. But uh, it does seem like gobblers are much more likely to come in in the morning or midday than they are in the afternoon. And I cannot say I've heard much of any hens calling in the afternoon. It seems like by that point of the day, they're either tired or they're eating or they're sitting on eggs. But, um, you know, you need to be where gobblers are. So you got to look for sign, footprints, droppings, feathers, strut zones, scratchings, anything that's fresh. Now, you're not hunting them like deer. You're not just going to just camp there and wait for them to walk by. But that's where you're going to set up. That's where you're going to call from. And you're probably going to want to call a little less frequently 
in the in the late season than you do early season just because that's more par for the course in the late season if hens are calling rarely and you're calling constantly you're going to stand out something's not going to look right so you want to set up on sign number two you want to try to roost birds all the more in the late season if you can find where a gobbler roosts that is the probably the best thing you can do in order to improve your chances of being successful you know early season it's not quite as important because they're gobbling you can hear them from a distance but if you're able to, to scout if you're able to see where they hang out and where they end up um, you know often the way this happens is you got open areas or clear areas that you can't really hunt but you can glass from a distance with some binoculars so you come in there towards the end of the day and you try to identify where gobblers hanging out at the end of the day where are they going up to roost what trees are they flying into what's going on with that so you can either do some late day scouting or if you've got other people you've got intel that you can rely on there's people that live nearby you've got friends neighbors whatever it might be you if you can find where they're roosting you can exponentially improve your chances of success and you can at least guarantee that you're hunting in an area that has turkeys so set up on sign find where they roost number three stealth stealth is critical for turkey hunting we've done episodes talking about that in depth head to the website newhuntersguide.com to find more about that but stealth becomes more important late season because birds are, birds are getting skittish. They're getting wary. They have been hunted. They are tired. They are taking fewer chances. You need to be stealthy. Running and gunning is a lot less effective, in my opinion, late season. Now, if you can strike up a bird and get him to gobble back for, for your calls, then yeah, you've got a good chance of taking that bird. But I just don't know that that's as good of a bet in the late season. I think you're better off trying to find a good area, trying to find sign, trying to find a bird roosting, and then sneaking in there super cautiously, super quietly, early in the morning. Maybe coming a little earlier than you normally would. Extra quiet. You want to try to get there before the turkey wakes up. And you definitely don't want to be the thing that wakes them up. So stealth becomes critical. If you're going to go somewhere, go with stealth. Be very careful. Usually it's a little warmer by the end of the season. So you can wear lighter foot gear. You can be a little more nimble. You don't need as many layers, uh, baggy pants and things like that. You, you can wear a little less clothing. So you can walk a little more stealthily uh, at the late season. Number four patterning birds now if you've got trail cams you you can use that tool for intel try to figure out where birds are at what time of the day and this basically equates to hunting them like deer if you can find out where they're at if they've not been answering your calls if they've not been coming in the calls but you can find out where they are at certain times of day you can ambush hunt them now that becomes difficult, that is complicated, that is not most turkey hunters cup of tea, but uh, it is no less 
a feat taking a turkey doing it that way. People say, oh, well, that's cheating. You need to call birds. If you can ambush hunt a turkey, I think that is more difficult than calling a bird. That's not cheating. That is showing a higher level of skill and patience. So ambush hunting is an option, uh, but you've got to pattern them. You've got to figure out, okay, where they come from, where do they go? That might be some recon. Now, when you're doing recon for turkey hunting, it's a little different than, than hunting for turkeys. You know, when I'm deer hunting, if it's season and I'm doing recon, I've got a rifle in my hand, you know, or a crossbow or whatever it is. I am not doing recon without uh, a weapon. But when it comes to turkey hunting, your recon's probably going to have to be a few hundred yards away. You're going to need a lot of distance between you and where the turkeys are. You're going to be glassing the edges of fields. You're going to be looking through wide open hardwoods. You're going to be trying to spot birds from a distance with too far to be able to see you because they don't have binoculars and try to see where they come and where they go and use trail cams. Use whatever you can use. Turkey are, to some degree, creatures of habit. Oftentimes, gobblers especially... They will have habits. They'll be in the same place or the same area uh, most days at that time. If the weather is the same or similar, if nothing else changes, they're likely to, to keep habits with a, a fairly high percentage of certainty. So you want to be aware of that. You want to try to, to use that to your advantage. In some states, you can hunt it all day long after part of, you know halfway through the season. So you could even ambush hunt them in the evening if you can find out where they're at. Less likely they're going to come to calls in the evening, but when it comes to ambush hunting, you can do that. If you're a deer hunter, you know, make use of whatever you've got. If you've got blinds, if you've got stands, it may not be a bad idea to sit in a tree stand with binoculars in an open area and just see, see what you can see, see what kind of recon you can do. Can you shoot a turkey from a tree stand? In most states, I believe you can. Now, they got to be close enough. That becomes more difficult because now you're that high off the ground. Are turkeys looking up for predators? Uh, I don't think so. I, I think maybe they do more than deer because there are hawks and there are some things that can attack turkeys from above. You know, maybe if you're in part of the country that has mountain lions, they could be pounced on. But most of the time, I think your odds of avoiding detection in a tree are, um, you know, you're you're just as safe, if not more safe in a tree than you are on the ground. Let's just put it this way, because turkeys are on the ground. They are looking for threats on the ground. In the air, you may have some advantage. You might not have as much advantage as you do with deer hunting, but you're definitely not at a disadvantage being in a tree. So I'm not saying you should hunt turkeys from a tree. I'm saying scouting. It might be good for you to get intel. But if you're able to pattern a turkey within range of a tree stand that you have, well, use every tool you can. No holds bar. Turkeys are one of the most challenging critters to hunt. And you, they're, they're, there is absolutely nothing you can do if it's legal that I think is, is unsporting when it comes to to spring gobbler. If you can shoot a turkey from a tree stand, that's impressive. That is impressive. Um, I'd say go for it. So you got a pattern deer. So you got number one, set up on sign. Number two, try to roost them. Number three, much higher level of stealth. 
Number four, patterning birds, ambush hunting if you need to. Um, patterning can be used for calling. If you find out where they're at, you can, you can get there before they do the next day and try to call them. But at the same time, ambush hunting is a legitimate tactic. Number five, you may need to look for new spots. You might need to look for some low pressure areas. Well, by the time you get to the end of the season, certain spots may just be hunted too heavily. There just may be too much going on. Birds may either just not respond to any calls in that area or they just may not go to that area anymore. Hunters might have pushed them right out of that area. They're on property a half mile away. Maybe at the beginning of the season it was a great spot, but by the end of the season that gets done. So you need to be careful in terms of you know, is this spot even still good? Now, how long does it take turkeys to reset after they've been spooked? You know, it depends on all kind of things, the time of the season. It depends on that in particular bird, what part of the country. It depends a little on the topography, but it could be anywhere from a few days to a few weeks. So if, if you spooked uh, a tom, some toms out of an area or you know an area has been hunted with some, some regularity, it, it could be shot for the season by, you know, by this point. So you may need to look for areas that are lower pressure. Now, here's the good news though. There is very likely that there were areas at the beginning of the turkey season where there were no turkeys. The hunting was terrible that by the end of the season, that becomes a decent spot. And that's for two reasons, mainly. Uh, number one, birds may have gotten bumped there. They're just pushed there from, they were in better spots, but hunters just pushed them out of those spots. So now they're there. And number two, the woods tend to thicken up over the course of the season. At the beginning of the season, they're more wide open. By the end of the season, foliage is a lot thicker, a lot richer. So an area that might not have had enough cover to be attractive to turkeys at the beginning of the season could actually be a desirable place by the end of the season. Food also changes over the course of the season. So at the beginning of the season, there might not have been anything to eat in a particular area, but by the end, you might have clover and all sorts of other things popping up that, that birds are attracted to. So turkeys can shift both because of pressure and because of habitat. So a good spot at the beginning of the season is not guaranteed to be a good spot at the end of the season, even with no hunting pressure. And then you add hunting pressure in and that can change things all the more. So you want to think about these sorts of things. If a spot was hot for the first week or two, but then by the end of the month, it is, it just seems like there's not a turkey in that area to be had. It could be that they're, they are still around and they've just been pressured into silence and being super cautious. It could also be that they've left for greener pastures or have been spooked to other pastures. So you need to have an evolving turkey strategy for your hunting. You need to, to you know, what, what I tell people, if you, if you only have one spot, then you only have one spot. But if you've got multiple places you can hunt, if there's some public land, if, if you have options, you I would not just go to the same place every day for four weeks. Change it up. Vary it. Um, look for different spots. Look for different areas. Give certain spots a break. Think about, okay, where's a good place to set up today? 
based on the conditions, based on the weather, based on the sun, based on how often I've been hunting my other spot. Think about the options. Most people do not hunt every day or even every other day. So that works as an advantage in terms of you're less likely to burn out a good spot if you don't hunt it frequently, but all those other factors still happen. So you might think, well, I've been saving this spot and you know, I've only I'm I haven't even gone there the first half of the season, so I'm going to go there to the second or the last part of the season because I've been saving it. Well, that doesn't mean necessarily that it's going to be a good spot by then. In fact, usually what I would recommend is even at the beginning of the season, if you're going to hunt three days in a row, I would probably go to three different spots. Unless, you know, on day one, um, you know, it was just great action and really good stuff going on and lots of gobblers. And you thought, okay, if I get a, if I set up a little differently, if I make some adjustments tomorrow, that's likely to improve. You know, if you find a place that's hot, then yeah, you can hunt that a few times. But if you go somewhere and it's not great, I don't know that I'd go back there the next day. I, I would try another place. I might come back there next week because like I said, things change over the course of the season. So typically what I like to do, even as at the beginning of the season, is rotate where I'm going. If I've got two or three spots uh, and I'm hunting two or three times a week, I'll just rotate so that I'm not going to any spot more than once a week because you're, you're looking for what's going on. You're looking for the changes that are happening throughout the season. And I think that matters just as much at the end of the season. You know, if you're in a spot and you got no action, well, don't go back there tomorrow. Try another spot or do some recon. Follow any of these steps. So to recap real quick, number one, set up on sign. Don't rely on gobbling alone. Number two, try to roost the birds. If you can find where they sleep, you know that you can be in a place where turkeys are going to be at in the morning. Number three, amp up your stealth. Don't walk as much. Don't cover as much ground. Don't call as often. Be stealthy. Turkeys are extra cautious. Number four, patterning birds. Do your recon. Do your intel. Try to pattern them. Ambush hunting is an option if you're able to find a good scenario for it. Number five, consider lower pressure areas and consider areas where things have changed over the course of the season, whether habitat has changed the, where turkeys are coming from and going to, or hunting pressure has pushed people, consider other spots. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes, lots of other episodes on turkey hunting, and lots of other different kinds of turkey hunting. Till next time, God bless you, and go get them in the woods.